Dog Bless You is all about celebrating the love we have for our dogs, which is why I cannot think of a better sponsor for the podcast than our friends at Button Up Box. As well as delivering fresh, healthy meals for dogs that are made with 60% meat, 40% vegetables and lentils, and absolutely no nasties, Button Up Box also genuinely cares about all dogs and their humans. In fact, everything they do is for the love of dogs. And our listeners can fetch 50% off their first two Button Up Boxes by visiting buttonupbox.com slash dogblessyou. That's buttonupbox.com slash dogblessyou to get 50% off your first two boxes. Thank you so very, very much to Button Up Box. Hello, it's Mike the producer here, just to say that today's episode of Dog Bless You with Nikki Tibbles was recorded before the current lockdown restrictions. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to Dog Bless You, the podcast about rescue dogs, the Wild at Heart Foundation charity and our love of dogs in general. I'm your host, Nikki Tibbles, and in this series, we'll speak to people about their experiences with their companions and how a dog can change your life for the better. But we'll also hear some harrowing stories about the lives of some dogs here in the UK and around the world. More importantly, we'll tell you how you can help end that. But for now, let's meet today's guest. I'd like to introduce you to my guest this morning. Uh, She's an artist, a jewelry designer, and most importantly, I guess, for the context of this, welcome Leah Wood. Hello. Hi, how are you? Thank (laughs) you for joining us. Thank you for having me. And not only is Leah here with George, our wonderful little rescue dog from Cyprus, a Wild at Heart Foundation dog. But with her two beautiful children, Maggie and Otis. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. <laughs> We've got into a family. Hi. 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 And actually, I love that you guys are here, that your children. I love you brought your children because oh, I think having, having a dog is such an important part of anyone's life. Yeah, yeah. And Absolutely. having a dog as a ch- when you're growing up as a child mm. is amazing. Yeah. Did you have dogs when you were growing up? Yeah, my dad is a real big dog fan. Right. Um, so we've got a house George. in Ireland, and um, Mommy, we've had it. To go okay. Um, we've had a house in Ireland for about 30-odd years now. But when we first got it, we had um, the owner who sold the house to us. He had a Briard, um, which That's is a big, a big black, like, shaggy yeah. dog. Yeah. And his name was Leroy. So the guy left the dog with the house. So we nice. took on the dog because <laughs> my dad absolutely loved him. And so did we all, actually. So much so that we got another Briard, a blonde one, called Charlie. Um, and then after that, we got a Bull Mastiff, right. who was my younger brother's dog, called Tiger. Right. Um, and 
they lived happily on this big farm slash house place where we were living. Um, and we sadly had to have Charlie put down after a few years and uh, Tiger because they were chasing after the farmer's sheep oh, and actually no. killed a couple and then the farmer just wasn't having it. Yeah, so, not happy. Yeah, a bit of a sad story. But they had a lovely life. Yes. But um, Leroy, the first um, Briard, he lived for a very long time, uh, got cataracts and slowly started to kind of wither away. Yeah. But um, but had a great life. But I had a great they're amazing time. dogs. So they yeah, are they're livestock so... guarding dogs, I believe, in their real life. Are they? I think so because you know every oh. every dog had a job, yeah, a real job to do, and it's us that's sort of bred that out of them as more and more dogs have become more and more domesticated. Yeah. But are you growing up with your family's dogs? Um, what do you think having dogs in your life brought you or taught you as a child? And it's great to have Maggie and Otis here and George. And how do you think it's actually what it's bringing to their lives too? Well, I think, one, George is a rescue dog from Wild at Heart. I've never had a rescue dog, but all my other dogs I've either found online through people and um, I think it's I mean they're all dogs at the end yeah. of the day but a rescue dog I think is really special because you're actually saving that dog from like you know cruelty or starvation or you know possibly dying saving or, a life you know yeah so for me that's entirely new and completely I'm obsessed with George because yeah. I lost my other dog last yes. year, Wilson, who was an, an American Cocker Spaniel and lived to the ripe old age of 19. And That's amazing. everyone that I've spoken to has said, oh my God, they've never known a, an a American Cocker Spaniel to live to 19 years old. 19 is Which a is like 130. Eight or something in dog years? Dogs don't live till the age of 19. That's extraordinary. He was a legend dog. Yeah. He really was. Was he on a special diet? He was on an organic diet. Yeah. <laughs> Did he have... But he'd seen all the parties from when I was like um, early 20s um, till last year. And... He literally spent his life moving around from my brother's house to my auntie's house down in um, Hastings. So he was by the beach every day, running around. Um, but he literally was a legend dog. He yeah. really was. He's, I've got so many stories about him. What's your favourite story about Wilson? Oh, I've got two. So one was at one of our Woodfest parties in Kingston. Um, and it was, I, I believe it was like a Chinese themed party we had that, that year. And we couldn't George. find Wilson anywhere. You know the story, don't you? Anyway. Do you remember him, Maggie Wilson? Yeah. Very well. Yeah. 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 Um, so we couldn't find him anywhere. And 
everyone then was like looking around for Wilson, Wilson, where are you, Wilson? And finally, I think it was my younger brother that found him, or my husband that found him. But he was underneath this tray of a suckling pig that was being roasted, just going, <laughs> And just catching Obviously. all these like yeah. little bits of fat that was coming off the pig. Oh my god! And it was dripping onto his head, dripping down onto his nose, and he literally all of his face was covered in mm, pig fat. And, and we were, he's never been happier. <laughs> he was like a pig in poo. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. Oh bless him! I know. So that was that was that was really great. I loved that little memory of him. Um, needless to say, he was out for the count for the next like day or so, just like uh, sprawled yeah. out going, I am so full up of pig fat. <laughs> oh. um, yeah, so, so I lost George uh, Wilson last year. So that took a while for me to get over. Um, of course. And then when I was ready, um, Hannah, lovely you Hannah, know, lovely yes. Hannah, right? Yeah, I which is why we're all here today. Here. Lovely well, Hannah. She's, yeah, she's a lovely lady with her yeah. lovely dog. Thank you, Hannah. Yeah. So I was out walking with her, and I was like, "Where did you get your dogs from?" And she said, "Nikki Tibbles." And I was like, "Oh, okay." So then I went onto the website, and they were all so so lovely, but. I only could choose one. And then you emailed me. Mm -hmm. I remember, yes. And you said, we've got this dog, and I think he could be perfect for you. And I was like, oh, okay, let's have a look. And then these three beautiful photos came up of George with his like little puppy dog eyes just staring up at the camera with his long snout. And I was just like, oh my God. Did you see him too, oh Maggie? God, yeah. didn't I? Didn't I say to you, you've got to see this dog? He's so gorgeous. He is actually quite gorgeous. I mean, I, I know this is, no, no one can see what we're doing, but we are actually sitting on a sofa, Leah and I, and we have two, Leah's beautiful two children and beautiful George, who is just sitting at our feet. Waiting, waiting to get fed a bit of Waiting for a morsel of croissant. <laughs> What do you think? He is beautiful. I mean, this is literally the happiest moment. Children, dogs, gorgeous. Yeah, so, <gasps> I mean, if I hadn't had the dogs that I had when I was growing up, I think I would have been maybe a different person maybe today. Because yeah. I think that interaction and the That's walking interesting to and the kind of the love that you yeah. give your dog Yes. And the bond that you make with your dog is just so special. Yeah. Like, when I lost Wilson last year, I was beside myself. I was absolutely hysterical. Yeah. And I didn't think I'd be like that. For me, it's one of the worst things that's ever happened in my life. It's one yeah. of the, the worst days of my life when my dogs pass away. Oh, uh, but there's, so there's nothing that would stop me for all that pain 
I will always have more dogs in my life because of all the joy that yeah. they bring us. Yeah. But I don't think unless people really have experienced the the loss of a dog, you you just don't know. I mean, if you just think you spent all know. your time, so I mean, awful. 19 years with Wilson, oh my that's God. probably the I'm longest relationship up. you've had with anyone... Uh, Anything, I mean, and especially all An day, animal, every day. Though, I yes. mean, you don't expect to have that long a relationship with an no. animal and build up such, you know, fond memories. And it's like a friendship, you know, you've got, you know, and they're so loyal. Yeah. And just, they just want your love, don't I know. they, really? And, and growing up with animals, which is why, for me, is so special to see Maggie yeah. and Otis here with George because I think that, you know, and it's also, I love what you do with Cool Earth. You're, you're an ambassador for Cool yeah, Earth. And cool. that's also so, such an important message yeah. for your children. So, yeah, so it doesn't really get any better. You've got this incredible charity that you're working with and representing and, and truly making a difference in our world and making it a better place. And you have a rescue dog, you've saved a life, mm. and your children are growing up with a beautiful dog that's been rescued from a life of really not a great place in Cyprus. Mm. And it teaches you so much about love, mm. about physical contact, I think, mm. about responsibility. Um, mm. Maggie, do you walk George? Sometimes. Sometimes? Yeah. I, yeah. I say to her, come on, let's put the lead on him and you can go and walk him to the end of the road and back again. And it teaches you about love and responsibility, as we say, responsibility, but just touching. You know, because sort of kids just, I think, get stuck in something and they don't necessarily have that physicality. Yeah that you know you yeah. are, you have with it with an animal so it yeah. teaches you it does. about being physical which i think mm. is a is a gorgeous thing and of, of course it teaches us about loss yeah so many amazing yeah. reasons to have a dog in our lives yeah really. you don't realize well when i lost wilson that day i came back from the vet and i opened my gate and it was just I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh my god! You really, the space is completely different. Yeah, it's and not. And I a couldn't, home. I couldn't handle it for a yeah. few days, could I? I was like, oh, I really miss him. Yeah. So when we got back from the, from the uh, vet after putting him down, bless him, we got out the car, and. Right outside my gate, there was a black cat just standing there, and it just looked at me. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> it's, what are you doing here? It was like almost a weird kind of sign. You've never seen this cat before? Well, it's, it's my next door neighbor's cat, but it, it's never come like to my gate. Yeah. It obviously sensed, what had happened, maybe. Yeah. And so I opened my gate and went into my garden. The cat followed me. And because I've got these French doors that open up onto my bed, I went into my bedroom and sat on my bed. And the cat leapt on my bed, snuggled down, 
and just looked at me. And I was like, oh, oh my God, it's Wilson. It's Wilson. Yes, He's come they, to say, like, it's okay. Yeah. I'm in heaven. Yeah. So I, I was I, really I truly freaked in, out in about things that. like that. Because I, I think that um, I, I don't think our dogs ever really leave us. Yeah. So all the dogs I've had in my life, I, I am convinced they are either around somewhere or they come back in some form. Yeah. And when Maisie passed away, it took me about 10 months to get another dog. Mm. And I used to get my dogs then from Battersea. Mm. And Maisie was a Ridgeback Cross. And then oh, Reuben, I literally just one day looked on the Battersea website and there was this Ridgeback Cross that had come in. So I called them and mm. I went to meet Reuben and he came and sat on my lap and oh he came God. home with me and he went to every place in my house where Maisie slept. He oh just went from the chair to the sofa to the beanbag and the exact same place in my bed. And I felt she'd come home. Oh my God, and, how and weird is that? That's, that was my moment with Maisie and Ruben. And then when I was in Puerto Rico a couple of years ago, and at that point I think I had four or five dogs, and everyone said to me, Nick, don't come back with any more dogs, please, because <laughs> you've got enough already. And I've been to so many shelters, and, um, and I was resisting and thinking, no, 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 no. I'd actually already been given a puppy, that a 10-day-old puppy that had been handed to me as I arrived, oh, just been dumped God. on a motorway. Oh, Rita, God. who obviously came home with me. But um, <laughs> so, yeah, day one, one puppy up. But, uh, but I was in this shelter that we were working in and both Maisie and Reuben were Ridgeback Crosses. And there was this dog that looked like Ridgeback Cross and she was on this sort of fifth floor of cages, basically, oh, stacked God. on top of each other. She couldn't even stand up. High kill shelter. And I looked at her and she looked at me and she put her paw on the gate on the door oh. and I put my hand on the door oh and literally God. her paw on my hand. Oh my God. And I turned oh. around and I looked and honestly, at this point Seriously. I was like, oh my goodness. Waterworks This on. is Maisie oh. Rubin. And they, they all have that same look, because I, I do love a Ridgeback-looking yeah, dog. Yeah. And, I, and I said to the guy in the camera, I said, can, can we just get this dog out, <laughs> yeah. please? Oh and God. she got out, and she couldn't even stand up. She'd been in this crate for so long. Oh, bless. And I literally oh, just picked her God. up. And it was, again, like feeling that these two dogs had come home. And she's oh. still with me. So, and Ruby now is only two years old. And she looks exactly the same as the other two creature oh, of habit. So, oh but I think they always stay with us in God. some way. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, it's sort of maybe with George Wilson's back in your life. I think he is. George was sent by Wilson to kind of look after the family and keep keep um, keep us happy. Keep us happy. Good. Yeah. And George is doing that, obviously. And he is. He really is. You know, she's when she wakes up in the morning, she goes, George! What do you call him sometimes? Pookie. Pookie! Pookie! And he comes running through the flat, scampers straight onto her bed, 
licks her, puts his wet nose on her face. Does he sleep with you? Is he not allowed? Not really. No, not really. He's got his bed in the flat. Yeah. He like, he, he'll go in there next to his little crystal light. <laughs> I want to ask you about the best bits about having George. But you, it's the first rescue dog you've had. Mm. So lots of people, when yeah. they talk about rescue dogs, they think, oh, rescue dog, it's yeah. damaged, there'll be issues. Yeah. Were you in any way apprehensive about getting a rescue? And has George had any issues that have... Um, I was quite apprehensive about getting a rescue dog because when I was doing the... Um, FaceTime video that you have to do with yeah, the Skype home check. Yeah, the home yeah. check. Um, I was talking to the lady and she was like, so here are some numbers if you really get yourself in trouble. So I got all these numbers and I got lots of people to kind of refer to if things got bad with him. Yeah. So I was like, oh, crikey, am I ready yeah. for this? Maybe we shouldn't push that quite so much. <laughs> yeah, here's, all, here's a list of numbers in case anything goes wrong. You might never need them, but they're here just in case. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, obviously I was like a bit concerned. And I was like, okay, this, this, this is fine. I can, be able, I can handle it. I've had dogs before. Um, so when we went down to get him from his foster parents down in Essex, the lady who was fostering her at the time, she was like, oh, he's my favourite. I don't want to let him go. And I was like, you yeah. kind of have to, because <laughs> yes, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, we took him in the car. He went into the back. We rolled down the windows. He was in the boot. And he was as good as gold. Like, f like for the first like couple of months, you know, I was expecting him to be like really yappy and really barky and really kind of... There were a few things, like when I lifted up the, the lid of the bin, he'd kind of jump and kind of yeah. move away. And I was like, okay, number one, lift the lid nice and gently, yeah. don't scare him. Um, and he, he stayed in the house for... Well, as soon as we got home that evening, we literally made him at home, didn't we, Maggie? Yeah. He jumped onto the couch. We'd got a new blanket for him, so he had this little blanket and he had his little toys with him now that we'd got. We gave him some food. We forget, though, sometimes. Yeah. You know, it's all so new for them. I mean, yeah. in, and a lot, of, a lot of the dogs we bring over, they've been on a a journey it's a two or three day journey from Cyprus or from Lesbos or from Greece hello George <laughs> you know we're talking about you um, I, and I am sorry you guys can't see him because he is absolutely the most beautiful little pup um, but it is also new for mm. them it's like us going into a new environment everything mm. is completely completely new the mm. smells the space the People, yeah. sounds, noises. But you've got to put yourself everything. in their position, haven't yes. you? For yeah. for that kind of that time until they get used to their surroundings. Because like when we'd walk down the road a few times, he was smelling everything. He'd take his time to kind of like sniff out things, and you know, everyone though loves him. Yeah. Like Did they? Going to the heath, everyone stops and goes, 
my god, your dog's beautiful. What kind of dog is it? And I'm like, oh, it's, it's a Caconi Spaniel. And some have said it looks like a wild dog because of his bushy tail. He has got a very bushy. <laughs> his tail is sort of slightly out of proportion to the rest of him, isn't it, really? <laughs> it's about a third of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I mean... He's, he, he is getting used to the family and his surroundings, and I think he's done really well. I think he's done really well. Um, we've got a rabbit in our garden, which is Maggie's rabbit. Right. So he How is, is he? forever chasing the rabbit, isn't he, Mags? To play with? Well, or we don't, we don't sure. know, really. We've got this, <laughs> this cuddly toy at home, which we pretend is the rabbit. And we go, Chewy, Chewy, because that's his name, Chewy. And we lift him up, don't we, this cuddly toy. And George freaks out at this kind of cuddly toy thinking it's Chewy. And he's like on all, on his back paws, jumping up and down. And then we finally give him it. Yeah, and so when we finally come down and give him this Chewy toy, he kind of takes it and, you know, kind of yeah. bites it and stuff. And we're like, hmm... Maybe um, this is what you'd be doing, doing to the rabbit. <laughs> Maybe not such a good idea. Yeah, I know. But Chewy lives underneath our shed, so he's made this, presumably we don't actually know, but he goes from one side of the shed to the other side of the shed. So he's dug this burrow yeah. and comes out either either side. So because he's so we're saying george is like a cocconi spaniel cross so would he, he have been a hunting dog in cyprus because a lot of oh, dogs he? in cyprus they are used for hunting oh. so maybe oh, that's and and you know as as we know every dog had a had a job to do yeah. no matter what it what it yeah. was whether it was to sit on your lap or hunt rabbits, bears, whatever, mm. um, bring down packs of lions, all sorts mm. of things, as I'm Ridgeback. Those Ridgebacks, aren't yes, they? Yes, they were taught to, they used to hunt lions in packs. Yeah. They used yeah. to pin, because my, my Ridgeback that? crosses would, they weren't that fond of other dogs, but they weren't aggressive, but if they were playing with another dog, they'd pin them down. Wow. And that was obviously something that's still sort of left over from from their kind of their kind of genes, genes of what they used to do makeup. Yeah. So what what's the what's the biggest thing that George has brought into your life, and and would you advocate rescuing a dog rather than buying? Oh God, I yes. would. Now that I know what I've what I, what I'm doing for this little guy. And you know, possibly others out there. I would definitely recommend adopting, well, or just saving. Yeah, saving. So saving can we one. maybe entice you to have another one? <laughs> We've when got I get, some great when I get dogs a bigger on house. our website at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> at the moment, my husband wouldn't be too happy about that. But when we get a bigger house, for sure, because I'm definitely a dog person. Yeah. I'm no, I, can, I can see that. Yeah. And it's great that, you know, it's so lovely to talk to you having grown up with dogs and yeah. it's so lovely to have your children growing up with dogs. Yeah, well, I wanted so. them to grow up with, with a little pal, buddy to kind of walk around with, you know, share like their kind of snuggles with at night yeah. and just have them sit there on the couch watching TV with. Yes. Um, As a friend. Yeah. 
that's a friend. It is, and it, as you said, it's a learning curve as well. Because I don't think, how old, I, don't, I think when I was five, I didn't have a dog, and my son is five. So him growing up with George, I think is a really special thing. Yes, I think know, so. To have something in his life now to kind of be his friend and be that ever loyal companion. Yeah. You know, I think it's really important. Oh, but well, I'm so glad George. I've got George in my in our lives because yeah. it really has kind of I don't know, like when Wilson went, it took me Yeah, so he went last March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December, January, February, March. So it took me a year. Yeah. to get over him and I'm sure you think of him every day oh god every day every day there's not a day that goes past where I would have gone oh George oh, Wilson would have really liked that oh. and can I ask you where is Wilson now he's in my shed he? he's not buried in my shed but he cremated? I had Did you have him cremated? cremated and I've yet to scatter his ashes on the heath and uh, in my back garden um, and then I think I'll keep some as well, yeah. just because. I have mine under my pillow. Oh! <laughs> yes. Nikki! Is that, is that too much information to <laughs> share? <laughs> you I, have your under, I, under yes, your pillow? I do. I, I have think, my dog's ashes wow, under my pillow. That is, that's love. And also my lovely friend, Najula Solange. She knows Solange oh, um, yeah. when Maisie died because... Solange knew how important Maisie was to me. She made a ring of Maisie's name so that I could always have her in my life. So that's oh, nice. That's and nice then she's she's always with me. So um, oh, it's sweet, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's really, really sweet. And yeah. thank you for being here today. Mom, thank you for thank bringing you for your beautiful me. children, and thank you for giving George an amazing life. <laughs> And saving a life. Thank you and for a difference. bringing the foundation, you know, to everybody's like awareness. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, you're doing a great job. Thank you. Thank you very much, Leah. Yeah. It's been lovely to see you. You Thank too. You. Thanks, so nice. Thank you. <laughs>